I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Thursday morning, Jude. is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander in the mood lighting of the South Point Hotel Casino Sportsbook and the studio. Kelly Bidlin here as well. Good morning, Kelly. Hey, oh. How you doing, man? You good? Good. Just catching up on politics, man. <laughs> Kelly's doing a whole thing on politics. Just across... learned about who the UK Prime Minister is and that she just resigned. Yeah, that she's toast. After six weeks. Yeah. They got a whole different system there. It's a whole thing. We should do a two hours of, of uh, British politics today. Want to do that? Huh? I, I said it to you before the show. I just don't know why they make them make them live in an apartment building when our president <laughs> gets a nice White House. An apartment building. It's 10 Downey <laughs> Street, for God's sakes. All right. That ends the... Uh, that ends that portion of the show. Uh, we will have Bill Krakenberger. I'm sure he'll have stuff to say about this later. Uh, Bill Krakenberger unscripted later in studio. Adam Kramer on college football. John Legesa, always energetic, talking about the National Football League and Major League Baseball, uh, which is, I guess, where we start this morning, Kelly. A uh, couple things happening, of course. Padres, we had that one right in the end yesterday. Padres even up the series, uh, their best of seven National League Championship Series, excuse me, yes, National League Championship Series against the Philadelphia Phillies. They do so with an 8-5 to five win, uh, and it wasn't easy. They, they spotted the Phillies, and I do mean spotted them, four runs in the top of the second, and it was sort of like the bad news bears in breaking training. Juan Soto lost a ball in the sun that led to runs, and Jerickson Profar had a ball sort of drop right in front of him that he looked like he could have caught. Perhaps. Anyway, it was four to nothing. Phillies against Aaron Nola. The Padres' uh, feet looked almost impossible, but they got uh, back-to-back solo shots from Brandon Drury and Josh Bell in the bottom half of that inning, and then in the bottom of the fifth, a five-run Padres onslaught to put them up seven to four. Eventually, after a Machado solo shot and a Reese Hoskins solo shot, you get your final eight to five. I have added to the Padres series bet again. I did. I made my second Padres series bet. I went minus one ten on them. Coin flip now with the series tied one game apiece as that heads back to Philly tomorrow. So we'll update all the baseball bets, but I've added to the Padres series bet. I don't have any bets, and I didn't make any bet yesterday. Uh, By the way, got the Padres right on the game yesterday, as as we said. Don't have any bets in this Houston Yankees series. It was game one yesterday. Yankees drew first blood against the Astros on a Harrison Bader solo shot in the top of the second to go at one and nothing. By the way, we all owe Brian Cashman a bit of an apology for killing him on the Jordan Montgomery-Harrison Bader deal which looked early on like the Yankees just got fleeced with Harrison Bader hurt. Jordan Montgomery doing big things for the Cardinals, and then Bader just couldn't even get on the field. And now Bader is just, 
He's he's a Bronx bomber extraordinaire. It's another home run. Put the Yankees up one to nothing. Astros did get the run back in the bottom of the second. Bottom six, Yuli Gurriel, Chaz McCormick, two solo shots. Uh, that made it three to one. Jeremy Pena in the bottom of the seventh made it four to one on a solo shot. Anthony Rizzo did make it four to two with his own solo blast. But then the last Yankees attempt to get in this game, first and second, bottom eight, two out. Ryan Presley pitching to Matt Carpenter, and he got him. And that was the last Yankees threat. Astros win it four to two, and uh, Astros now three dollars to win this series. Game two today. I don't have any play on this game. I don't have any play on this series, quite frankly. Yankee, Yankees a big plus money. So a little tempting to me, Gil. No, don't do it. I'm sure, it is to a lot of people out there, but yeah, don't do this it. This Astro, I did actually watch a fair amount of that game. At this Astros team, man, they just they just look dominant. They've looked dominant for these past two rounds. Uh, I mean, they're your World Series favorite for a reason, right? They're the. It feels like the Astros and the Padres to me. That would be a. That would actually be a heck of a World Series. I would look forward to that. Any any other combination? Eh, so much. We'll see though. Long way to go here. Uh, tennis yesterday. We were either one and one or zero oh and one, depending on what book you bet these at. We lost on Jack Draper, who I didn't see this, but somebody tweeted me that he probably should have just quit in early in the third set because he could barely walk. Was the word? I don't know that that's true, but that's what someone was tweeting me. We didn't have that kind of luck. Uh, and then Vika Azarenka uh, beat Paul Al, uh, won the first set against Paulo Badosa 6-2, to two, and then Badosa retired. So most people didn't get that win. Most people got a refund. We're very consistent about this. Sometimes that goes against us. Sometimes it goes for us. Most people didn't, you know, don't get the win there. Some do. You might be at a book where one set had to be complete and then you did get the win. If that's the case, Mazel Tov to you. We were 1-1 one one yesterday. Uh, but for others, we were 0-1. We do have one tennis pick today. It is in Guadalajara. I am taking a shot, Kelly, on Marie Buskova. Get it. That should be plus 143, by the way, not plus 113. I got her at plus 143 last night over Ludmila Samsonova. She's about plus 138 right now. I would still play it. Samsonova is a player who has had, by any stretch, a phenomenal 2022 campaign. We've bet on her many times. Actually had futures on her to win the U.S. Open, as you might remember, at really long odds uh, as well. But Buskova's number here in the six-month frame and in the and in the even shorter term are tremendous. And I cannot ignore that plus 143 that was out there. That's the play of the day in tennis to me. Marie Buskova over Ludmila Samsonova. And I did add the Padres bet right there, uh, again, to win the series at minus 110. Basketball last night, Kelly, before we, you know, obviously there's Thursday night football. We'll talk about that game a little later on. But basketball last night, first-full-ish slate. There's still two teams that haven't played. Mm -hmm. And obviously we had the two games the night before. But that was the first full-ish slate of the NBA. And, dude, there's so many storylines, so many amazing things to talk about from last night. One of which, let's just start with, because we used to talk about this on Primetime Action a lot. You, me, Matt Brown. The rise or the pending rise of the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm -hmm. And they come out and they crush the Brooklyn Nets last night, 130 to 108. Zion, first game back in over 18 months, 25 9. That's 25 points, nine rebounds, four steals, and three assists. And then Brandon Ingram with his hair out, 28 points, seven boards, five assists on 10 of 17 shooting. Let's go, Pels. That was beautiful. That was, uh, I, look, I had it on a screen for the entirety of the game. I didn't even really watch that much of it, though, Gil, because that was a blowout from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, 14 points for the Nets in the first quarter. Uh, they struggled to get going, and the Pelicans did not have a problem the whole night. 46% from three, two, to add on to that. Um, Zion, all 11 of his field goals in the paint. Um, yeah, his shot, thought, his shot chart was just one big dot <laughs> in the middle. And I, th I thought he looked like he was in incredible shape. Like, I, yes. this is... I think it's Pelicans team. I, I, I was high on him preseason. And there's no reason to turn back now. I mean, that starting five has got a little bit of everything. You got Valanciunas down low. It gives you size, rebounding, rim protection. Can step outside and hit the three. One of the best perimeter defenders in the game and Herb Jones in his second year. Uh, Brandon Ingram kind of started off slow last night, but it was no big deal, right? Zion scoring. He can kind of take his time. C.J. McCollum, you got that just the mix of those three big-time scores. I I think this is going to be a dangerous team. The net, and that's, I mean, look, it's one game. It's one game in a long season. Stuff like this happens, but however, they stepped on your throat from the, the from the jump and didn't let go. It is one game. We always have to preface all this by saying it's one game. But Ben Simmons, Kelly, more fouls, six, he fouled out, than points, 
four rebounds, five, and assists, five in his first NBA game since June of 2021. Is that what we're getting from him? Is that what all this is about? I thought the more uh... – I, I, I don't know. I don't know Gill, and they've got to figure out what they're going, how they're going to utilize him. Because we've we've seen, we saw a little bit of it in the preseason. We've read all these things about them mixing him in and lineups him with him at the five, him at the one, him a little bit all over the place. And from what I saw last night, they don't really know how they're going to utilize him. Boy, that was uh, tough to watch. How about this outcome? Because everybody's on Team Nuggets, right? Betting wise, everybody's got Nuggets bets. It is one game. Yep. But the Jazz who just have a bunch of dudes. That's my uh, analysis of the Jazz. But maybe not. Sexton with 20, marketing with 17. They had seven guys in double figures. They crush everybody's darling Denver Nuggets, who do have Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. back. Crush them. They had 75 points at the half, the Jazz did, and they led by 22. What? Yeah, that that game... Yeah, I, I, most shocking part about that to me, Gil, is how much betting action the Jazz got yesterday, too. That line was hanging eight and a half, nine, really, for the past few days. All the money was pouring in on the Jazz side yesterday, all day before that game went off, and it was close seven, six and a half places. And yeah, I, I, I mean, look, I, Jamal Murray clearly. I, I watched, I watched a good bit of that game. Jamal Murray's still shaking off some rust. I think it's going to take some time for that core uh, to kind of redevelop that chemistry that they had uh, a couple years ago. But, um, I mean, again, one game, not worried about the Nuggets, and I think you put it right the first time around. The Jazz just got a bunch of dudes. Bunch when of when dudes. Lori Markkinen and Kelly the Clinic Olenek are making your highlight reels. <laughs> Kelly the Clinic Olenek. <laughs> uh, T-Wolves, Rudy Gobert's first day, uh, first game with the T-Wolves. They beat the Thunder 115-108. to 108. That but was a good game. He attempted more shots in his debut with the Wolves, 15 of them, that he did in any game for the Jazz all the last season, which was really a frustration for him. He finished with 23 points and 16 boards, seven offensive. It was a that was a prop bet I was leaning towards yesterday, playing over on his points because I they've kind of been hinting at it and saying it a little bit that they're going to involve him more in the offense here in this Timberwolves team. And I was I wasn't surprised to see them make a point of that in game one. It's something to watch out for early on here. I think I think there could be some betting opportunities there. Great game, though. That really did come all the way down to the end. Thunder, really feisty. Took a while for the Timberwolves to really put them away. Yeah, there's uh, so much going around. Uh, the other... I mean, the Suns were down 20 in the first half to the Mavericks yesterday. Yeah. Come back and win that game. Damian, that was Damian Lee with a winner. Yep. Um, Paolo Boncaro, 27-9-5 and five and two steals on 11 of 18 shooting uh, for the Magic, making him the first rookie with a 25-5-5 and five in his first game since LeBron in 2003. Trey Young and DeJounte Murray's. Debut with the Hawks in a 117-107 win over the Rockets, combined from 43 points and 24 assists. Um, that was awesome. Murray had five steals as well. And then DeMar DeRozan, 37-9, points, nine assists for the Bulls in a 116-108 win over the Heat. Yeah. So those are the other big sort of NBA notes from last night. Pretty, pretty great opening, not really technically the opening night, but real opening night with most of the slate playing. Uh, in the National Basketball Association. One more thing as we go, because John Legace is coming back uh, after the break about the uh, Astros and the Yankees, which is a theme we have to keep bringing up in these baseball postseasons. And it really has plagued baseball for a while, but it's so pronounced in the postseason. These home plate umpires have, have too much sway on everything. Justin Verlander, I get it, 11 strikeouts. But my God, how many of these games are we seeing one team sort of getting a more favorable strike zone than, than the other? We'll ask Legesa about that on the other side. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. It's Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin here as well, and John Legace, kind enough to join us once again from uh, Mayo Media, does football with him, does baseball with him, does it all, at John Legace, by the way, L-A-G-H-E-Z-Z-A on Twitter. How you doing, John? Excellent. Thank you so much, man. I love this overlap of baseball and football, man. Time to thrive, you know? It's the best month sports-wise and betting-wise for, I would say, of the year. Um, though, let me start with your Yankees. How are you feeling about him here against the Astros? I was just mentioning before the break, I thought the, the strike zone was awfully favorable to Justin Verlander. Um, but I haven't made a bet in this series because I just I think it's appropriately priced. Astros up one to nothing now, game two uh, going off tonight. Do you have a play in game two? Astros minus 182. Excuse me. Uh, let me see exactly what they are here. Minus, uh, let's see what it is for game two. Any play on this game? Yeah, I think you and I are aligned. We're pretty simpatico. Yeah agreeing on, on the pricing. It's been a little hard to attack. And, you know, I really just hate recommending juice. But digging through, I really found something that I can't I really can't believe I found a bet I liked this much during the playoffs because I spend all year betting MLB because there's not a lot of attention on it. Now the entire betting market is looking at this single game. It is very sharp. But my Yankees, I mean, this is weird because I normally spend the year betting against them. Their first five team total, over one and a half runs, nice low bar, is at plus money. The Yankees wake up scoring two runs through five. And I don't know, Framber Valdez has been good. 282 ERA, 116 ERA. It's not the knock the man. He's been good. However, the chinks in the arm there really are the elevated walk rate. He's walked 8% of batters or more all season. We actually saw him walk three batters in the playoffs as well. We know he's a ground ball machine, and I don't know if that's what people are so in love with, but that high contact rate really plays right into the Yankees' strengths. In fact, the Astros had him develop a, a new cutter. This is Framber midseason, and we saw the strikeout spike, which, again, I think people are chasing. But with those strikeouts, did not paint over the problem, which is the walk. So it's been 16 games since the new pitch arrived, that cutter, which, again, is pretty effective. But he's walked three batters or more, which is bad, right? Seven times in those 16 starts. Not any good. Giving up two earned runs or more 12 times in those 16 starts. That's 75%. The Yankee offense is very, very good against lefties on the year. Second in walks, 10%. Second in ISO, 196. Third in WRC plus, 119. Third in expected Woba, 328. And first in battle rate, 10%. Now, I didn't want this to come across as a stat salad. I actually wrote that down. Because <laughs> those are the things that matter. Gil, you know, listen, we use a lot of numbers, but we need these numbers to kind of sing to us, right? We want them, we want them to tell the tale. Now, we're worrying about a pitcher that 
walks too many batters, and then allows too much contact. And we know ground balls can squeak through, and with men on, that's how you score runs. The Yankees are patient, and, you know, expected woven these things are not predictive, but they do tell you the story. The Yankees hit the ball hard. They hit it at good launch angles. That's the stuff that matters. This is a whole season. I don't know. The Yankees just should never be under one and a half runs, especially at plus money. Generally, this bet would be minus 140, minus 150. I just caught it at plus money and posted it. So I love this one. Now to the games, you know, I like the first five and anytime you can get the Yankees at minus 125 for the first five run line, getting that free half run, I think there is something there. I always think there's an edge there because I think we might have the pitching edge, Severino versus Valdez, but I really even hate going there. We know the Astros hit and that bullpark. It just plays wonky. So I'd rather put my money on the strength and the plus money. Yankees over one and a half runs through the first five. Nice low bar. Plus money, you know, I love that. I know you love that. And by the way, minus 145 for the game on Framber Valdez and the Astros <laughs> with the uh, dime line plus 135 on Severino. The Yankees coming back. You don't, you don't want any part of that is what you're saying. Nah, it's yeah. my blood. All right. What about it? Is there an exact outcome? I know I, I said earlier uh, Astros are now adjusted series price about $3. You could shop around. Minus 275 at BetMGM. But a correct score. So, in other words, you know, take today's game. If the Astros figure it out and they go up 2 to nothing. They're, then you're at a point where the, you know, the Yankees, first of all, they're behind the eight ball. They're going to have to win four or five at that point against this Astros outfit. That's going to be tough enough. Is there a correct outcome bet you want to make? Astros 4-2, Astros 4-1, or is 3-1 to one not enough bang for your buck on that? Man, I don't know. It's really, really tough. I, I, I You kind of pit me against the wall because I really think the Yankees win today, but I should have put my money where my mouth is and not just be kind of a coward and go for the run score. I really do think they get it today because I think they have the pitching edge. If they don't get it today, it's probably Astros in five. So yeah. that's where you want your money, yeah. That's why I ask. What about tomorrow? It's a game three back in Philly now. Series knotted up one game apiece after that Padres comeback yesterday. And the game is essentially, much like the series price, a coin flip, although the Padres are a little bit of a favorite tomorrow on the road. Joe Musgrove against Ranger Suarez. Um, You like anything there? Seven and a half the total. You know what? I almost posted this one. I'm glad I had read the schedule first. I thought they were both today. The pricing is off for the pitching you got to get away from Ranger War. I mean, that's not, to me, it's not even close. Is it, in, is it Musgrove? Yeah. I, guess, I thought, yeah, if it's Joey Musgrove, you'd always take Joey Musgrove. That's what I'm saying that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ab- absolutely. Listen, and the Phillies have been good, but that's a pretty distinct pitching edge there. And the Padres waking up on offense. A guy like Juan Soto is really, he's like the tide. When he gets going, I don't know if it's that smile, if it's what he's dancing around in the batter's <laughs> box. When when he's going, he is the tide that raises all ships. I'm telling you, man, I'm really, really glad. You know, your guy Jay there, uh, Spreadopedia, had me on a Padres World Series futures bet the night they made that trade. I have the receipt for that one, so now you know I'm pulling for the pods. But to, to your bet, I absolutely like the pricing. Give me Musgrove for sure. Yeah, I think I'm going to play the Padres in the game. I already have them now in a couple series bets, but I think I like That's them in game. That's not going to close there, Bill. That's not closing no. I wouldn't think so, Uh, especially if that matchup is, in fact, uh, what sticks here for tomorrow's game. Uh, Let's go to Thursday night football. We haven't talked about it yet on the show, but we will. Um, It is, of course, you know, one of these games. It's at least more of a barn burner than the last two we've had. (laughs) But it's also two teams from a betting perspective. It's not much better because they're two teams you really can't wrap your arms around, wrap your head around, I should say. And we have moving parts, right? So for the Saints... Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, uh, Andres Pete, Adam Troutman, and really maybe more significantly significantly than the others, Marshawn Lattimore, all out tonight for the Saints. And the reason the Lattimore injury is the most significant, perhaps, is because DeAndre Hopkins is back for the Cardinals after serving a six-game suspension for PED use. James Conner is going to be a game-time decision for the Cardinals. And Robbie Anderson, who they just acquired from the Carolina Panthers, he will be limited, very limited, if he plays it at all. Cardinals are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Totals 43-and-a-half. What you doing? You're doing a prop bet, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going with a prop bet because of exactly what you said. I don't know why I couldn't. This is a relative slobber knocker coming up right below what we've had. <laughs> this this one's going to be a great one, you know. Make sure you got the popcorn ready. It's teams trying to find their identity. I would I would say this. If I were taking a side, it's got to be the Saints. The Cardinals should not be favored over anyone. 
Man, I was waiting for Lattimore to play. Even in a limited fashion, this Cardinals offense is completely dysfunctional. That's another story for another day. It's the least creative offense in the NFL. I watch all of this stuff. The play that I do like, though, you mentioned Adam Troutman being out. I'm shifting over to the other tight end converted wide receiver, Jawan Johnson. Again, a lot of... A lot of running themes for my betting. I love a low bar, right? I'm the king of low expectations. 25 receiving yards as the base prop. Love that. And, you know, you really have to shop these things around because it can be volatile as far as pricing. But you really want to get this between minus 115, minus 122. I've seen it really all over the place. Shop, shop, shop around. That's what my mom has said, at least. Um, Juwan has gone over 30 receiving yards in four of five games. Okay, we love that. Troutman is out. In the two games without Troutman, he went over 40 both times. That prop, that old prop, is near plus 200 if you're into that kind of stuff. In those games, plus 70% of dropouts, he ran a route, which is fantastic for a tight end. 15% of the team target share, 17% target per route run, meaning there's usage, and not only is it getting a piece of the pie, but it's robust, right? It's a nice, it's a nice cooked slice. The Arizona defense, those linebackers really struggling to cover in pass coverage against tight ends on the year, seven and a half receptions per game allowed. That's dead last. 84 receiving yards allowed per game. That's 31st. Hold on, check this out. You're you're a classy guy. There was a tight end decrescendo. Check this out. The tight ends that have gone over 30 yards and clear this prop. Kelsey, Waller, Higby, Goddard. Okay. Fant, Moreau, and Tommy Tremble at the base. Like, oh, my goodness. Everybody and their mother is going over 30 yards against this linebacker crew. Andy Dalton is really kind of vanilla at its root. The A dot is low. The defense will be focusing on Kamara and Olave. Whoa, whoa. You know I'm sneaking that in there. And I think Juwan Johnson is, is going to be – the odd man out in defense. You really can't afford to defend him, and they're going to be fine if he goes four for 50. That's probably a success to the Cardinals because they've struggled so much against the deeper pass route. So I love this one. Give me Juwan Johnson, all the old props, everything that he's got. Man loves a low bar. It's going to be on his tombstone. Jala Gaysen. <laughs> Juwan Johnson over his receiving yards, and uh, he's got the Yankees prop as well, the team total first five Those over one and a half. Those are the bars I'm jumping over. All right. Thank you, John. Always appreciate it. John Legace, everybody. At John Legace on Twitter, Mayo Media Network, doing his thing. Cork Stats, as well as The Athletic, writes for them as well. Host of The Mix, the NFL show on the Mayo Media Network as well. We'll come back. College football with Adam Kramer. What a week it was. And we'll see what he thinks about this week. Coming up, Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to the best betting talent in the game. If you haven't uh, subscribed yet, VSIN has a midseason offer to make you a smarter better. Sign up now for just $99 and get VSIN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl. You'll get everything that VSIN has to offer, including our 24 7 live shows and subscriber only betting guides to college football season and the Super Bowl, all for less than the normal monthly rate. You'll also get VSIN subscriber only season prep guides. To the NHL, NBA, and World Cup coming up in November. World Cup fever. Catch it. It's the best bet in the game. $99 for VEASAN Pro now through the Super Bowl. Sign up at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Skill Alexander. Kelly Bidlin is here as well. Kelly, you good? Everything all right with you? You all right? Yeah, man. All right. Just checking in. We'll make sure you're good. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Just checking out the F1 race. <laughs> it's going to be an F1 race here. That's I, I right. I drove by that, that piece of land the other day, man. I, I didn't realize how much they, how much land they were taking up. Oh, uh, man. Thing already. What what is the set the odds? Yes, no on you actually going out there and watching this when it happens. And it's it's, oh, no, it's November, right? See, this is a great question. Uh, hold on, I've got the press release up. I don't know. Um, it's a great question because would I would I go and see it in person? Yeah, I would love to check it out. Do I want to be around that many freaking people? No, not at all. You'll go for ten minutes. That's my guess. But that's the thing. You can't. For something like that, you can't go for 10 minutes because then you're, you're trapped in a <clears throat> swarm of people that you can't get out of. All right. You either got to commit or not. <clears throat> By the way, we still doing that F1 podcast? <laughs> yeah. Where's, where's Mikhail at? Let's, let's promote the <laughs> F1 podcast. I don't know if we're still doing it. I don't know. We think we're doing it. We'll let you know. <laughs> that's our Maybe promo. Maybe Google it and listen. Yeah. <laughs> Mikhail and Wes. That's a, it was a great podcast. All right. Well, we'll let you know. We'll, we'll be more professional about our F1 podcast. Uh, let's talk some college football. Adam Kramer joins us uh, not only at Bleacher Report, but VEASAN Zone, writes for VEASAN.com each and every week. Adam, good morning to you, sir. What's going on, guys? Man, let me, let me tell you what's going on. The first thing is we're on the, we're on the Thursday after what might have been the most awesome 
college football. I don't want to be prisoner of the moment, but it's certainly I'm trying to think of what was a better college football regular season day. There have been some in the past, but certainly for this year, that was the greatest of them all. And obviously I'm talking about uh, the three games that came down to the wire, specifically uh, the TCU game against Oklahoma State. Of course, you had the uh, the Utah US uh, the Utah USC game, which was awesome, and obviously the uh, the cream of the crop. What a scene down in Knoxville between Alabama and Tennessee. What a weekend! And I do think we should pay just one more tribute to that week before we move on. It was tremendous. Yeah, I got Michigan fans mad at me online because I, you know, talked about how great the week was, and they wanted to acknowledge that their game was actually not great at all. <laughs> so, Michigan fans, uh, one last time. Thanks for delivering the lone uh, unwatchable game. I'll be in a good performance. But, yeah, it, like the way these games just kind of backed up to each other was, was riveting. And there was a lot of points. You had comebacks. You had, you know, two-point conversion attempts. You had overtime. You had missed kicks. You had everything. And it was, it was chaotic and imperfect. And I know that you love that about the sport. You know I love it, too. What makes college football great is how sort of random it feels at time or just how the imperfections really drive home the weekend. So I, I'm with you. I've been thinking, like, where do we stack this thing up, which is always a difficult exercise. That's probably the most emotion, the most I felt watching football games in as long as I can remember. Yeah, it was tremendous. This is what makes college football awesome. Uh, when it's great, it's really good. And when it's not, uh, it is what it is, uh, which might be this weekend. We have no yeah. idea. We'll get to those games in a moment. But let me just ask you questions that I don't normally ask you, which are sort of macro ones. Give me your, if I was asking, what is Adam Kramer's top five, like if you were doing your rankings right now, what are they? Five, four, three, two, and one. So I have Ohio State ranked as my number one overall team uh, currently. And, and I want to preface this saying you can like really make a case for, for you know, to do this a whole lot of different ways. Um, but I have Ohio State ranked number one. I had Tennessee number two. And I think at that point, you can really start to flip it around. So for me, it was Georgia, it was Michigan, and it was Clemson, and then Alabama. So that's where it becomes a little complicated for me. I do think you've got to drop Bama. I don't think you can drop them all that far, just based on the fact that, you know, you lost to a really good team in an insane environment, where, where I think it becomes a little challenging. And you could argue that Ohio State, I know Georgia, number one in the AP poll. Um, and, of course, you know that's my national championship pick. So, uh, you know, label me as biased, if you will. Maybe I am. Um, I think it's the part I struggle with is, like, a, that Clemson-Michigan debate, I think, is a good one. And I think that, thankfully, is going to start to work itself out here in the next couple of weeks. So it, it doesn't feel like there is a dominant team. It feels like we have a, a sequence of very good teams. That could make for a lot of really compelling games. Let me ask you the same question about the Heisman, because when we're watching college football every Saturday, when I say we, I mean, you know, I think I represent sort of everybody who's watching it, them and their friends sort of text about lots of different things that are happening on the field in the moment, and they're also texting about, oh, I just grabbed Blake Corum for the Heisman now at, you know, whatever number they could get him at. I'm curious where you stack up on the Heisman now in terms of who would be your short shot, who would be second, who would be third, and who would be fourth for you. Again, I, I think C.J. Stroud now at, you know, I guess, you know, plus 110 still feels like the likely candidate. His, their, his best weapon is finally going to play, it seems like, uh, which is pretty remarkable. It is. I think Ohio State is going to be so overwhelming uh, in getting the Michigan game at home. I'm curious what we get with that Penn State. It still feels like that, that feels like the guy. Now, we are riding the Hendon Hooker wave, right? And deservedly so. I'm not sure there's a more, like, watching him throw footballs is a beautiful thing. Ball just absolutely soars out of his hand. And I think that um, at, what, plus 425, 4-5-1, I think it makes some sense. I'll say this. The guy that I think, of all my takeaways last week, and I don't know if you feel this way, maybe the most overwhelming, understated one is that Bryce Young is a magician. Bryce Young, playing with a bum shoulder, hit probably a dozen times hard, made some of the most ridiculous plays that, I've ever seen, and I, again, I don't mean that as hyperbole. When he extends plays, there's this calm to him. And I think Bryce Young at 18 to one, even though he's missed a couple of games, they're going to get back into it. They'll play meaningful games. You get into the SEC title game. I, I, it's weird to say that a Heisman winner may have some value at 18 to one, but it feels like right now Bryce Young's that guy. Because I, that was one of my, you know, takeaways from last week. Is oh my God, is that dude good? 
Yeah, Bryce Young at uh, DraftKings at eighteen to one. Always shop around for these, by the way. Uh, the shorter shots than him at DK. Uh, Blake Corum twelve to one from Michigan. Caleb Williams, what a show he put on in defeat last week. Yeah, plus eight fifty. Hennon Hooker plus four twenty five, and CJ Stroud your short shot at plus one ten. But uh, you know the only thing about Bryce Young because everything you're saying I agree with. I just wonder if the people voting on this are like, ah, I won it last year, right? So like, there's that for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. He- and he's got to compete with a teammate, too. Jameer Gibbs, we, we want yeah. to talk magic. That guy, every time he touches the ball, you, you're like you're glued to the TV. So there is absolutely some of that. All right, we got some games this week. I don't mean to uh, diminish what we have this week. And uh, some of them are sneakier than others. Let's talk about, I didn't think we're going to be talking about Syracuse and Clemson this week, uh, Adam. But uh, we have an undefeated Syracuse team taking on Clemson. Clemson's almost a two-touchdown favorite, 13 and a half. What do you think here? Can Syracuse keep up? You know, it's funny. As we talked about Heisman, the other name that we didn't talk about is our guy, DJ. He drew nine touchdown passes last year and has really reinvented himself. I have bet against Clemson a handful of times this year. It has not gone well when when I've done so. And so I'm really impressed with how he's played. And also, Will Shipley, they find new and exciting ways to do. So I want to, however, in the, uh, you know, for the benefit of storyline, Syracuse keeping this game close and maybe even pulling an upset I think would be a great deal of fun. They have a good running game. They have great defense. Um, that being said, I just think they're so severely outclassed in so many areas. Now, this, you know, this year, when you looked at really the last couple of weeks, Clemson maybe starts out a little slow. Even against Florida State, they give up a touchdown. You're like, oh, man, is this it? And then they turn it on. So I think ultimately if Syracuse has the firepower to, you know, induce another slow start, maybe get up 14 to nothing and let the defense set in, that's fine. I just, athlete for athlete, man, it's a really, really tough comparison. It really this is, is where the recruiting really, really helps. So I think there's a lot of folks I've talked to that are inclined to take the points. I think I'd actually lean the other way and lay them with Clemson. They're, they've been really, really impressive, actually, of late. Let's see if the, let's see if the Pac-12 cannibalizes itself uh, week after week. UCLA at Oregon, number nine and ten ranked teams in the country. The, uh, the Ducks favored by six here in what should be a really good football game. Really fun game. Chip Kelly Bowl, which I absolutely love. I think the most interesting part in this game, well, there's two components. First and foremost, UCLA has played one road game up until this point. One game, and it was at Colorado. Does that even count this year, <laughs> like as a road game? Uh, so, so I think that's a big part of this, too. And then I think it's the quarterbacks, right? You have, a, you have two quarterbacks that are, have electric playing styles and DTR for UCLA and Bo Nix. Now, when we talked about Bo Nix, you and I, he was doing some pretty dreadful things against Georgia. Mm-hmm. Since then, he has been excellent. Excellent. I don't want to say he's into the Heisman conversation, but he's putting up numbers competitive with some of the other guys that we've been talking about. So the question and concern I have, because I do like Oregon in this game, am I going to get Bo Nix? Am I going to get <laughs> Bo Nix? Is he going to turn the ball over, or is it going to be the good Bo Nix? I do think Oregon makes a statement here. This line has jumped out to me since the moment it came out and really kind of stood still. All right, 10-second answer. Alabama, 21-and-a-half-point favorite against Mississippi State, a very ornery Nick Saban. Can Mississippi State cover this? They can. I don't think they will. Alabama going to be mad. Not too many penalties. Could be ugly. Nick Saban's got to get his clock management together, though. Two weeks in a row now. Thank you so much, Adam. Appreciate it. Thanks, Adam. Adam Kramer, everybody. At Kegs and Eggs on Twitter. We'll come back. We'll talk Thursday night football on the other side. Numbers game. VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Uh 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sports books. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday night pro football game. And if your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. This must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Skill Alexander. Kelly Bidlin here as well. Uh, I want to uh, issue a... Uh, a clarification on our F1 podcast. Because yeah. I, I want to do these guys a solid. Yeah. Good guys. Mikhail Bala and Wes Reynolds host a uh, host an F1 podcast. For Racing those, Lines. Called Racing Lines. Uh, for those who don't know, Mikhail is a... I want to get this right now, Kelly. He is an Englishman born in Texas, raised in Dubai by Indian parents. I believe that is all correct. Bingo, bango. He's your F1 guy, along with Wes Reynolds, and they do that pod, pod weekly, so there you go. Part of the VEASAN podcast collection. He, he classes up the podcast lineup. That's, that's what he does. We you used know, to have on a numbers... That's pretty classy. We used to have a bit for, for, for loyal numbers game listeners. You may remember, we used to have Mikhail on the show. We used to do a bit where I would say, Mikhail, I'm going to ask you an F1 question, and literally if I get bored within 45 seconds, Jeff is going to push you out of the chair. <laughs> and that's what we did. <laughs> I would, I would just lose. I'd be like, okay, that's fine. That's enough. very good. <laughs> but, I, but that's just me, though. I mean, it's a wonderful podcast. But to me, it would always be Lewis Hamilton or Verstappen, and I was just like, oh, same two days ago. Right. Yeah. It's the same two guys. Yeah. It's an uh, interesting sport. All right. Have we figured out the Amazon Prime thing in terms of, so you have to record this to, to trigger the rewind function of Amazon Prime game. I didn't even know that. I thought we figured out you had to do the upgrade thing, which I'm with. I don't know. But what, do, I, what do I got to upgrade? I don't, I, I, I you can't. How much money I spend on Amazon already, Gil? Kelly, I can't figure out how to record it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm too busy learning the cuff it dance on TikTok to know these things about rewinding. Please, stop Bezos, it. I've already surrendered. Just figure out how my life needs to be run and let me know, okay? So it's the Saints and Cardinals tonight, y'all. Yes, this is not uh, this is not the Broncos and the Colts, twelve to nine. This is not the Bears and Washington, twelve to seven. It is the Saints and the Cardinals, which is a bit of an upgrade. It's a cracker by comparison, as they say. Uh, Cardinals favored by two and a half. Totals forty three and a half. Now, it was interesting. Legesa earlier said Saints are nothing. I'm 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 with you, and I'm the oppo of that. I'm Cardinals are nothing. Yep. And yep. I just want I'll, I'll throw it to you because we went through again. Here's for those who missed it. No Jarvis Landry for the Saints. No Michael Thomas. No Andres Pete. No Adam Troutman. No Marshawn Lattimore. Cardinals. Yes, DeAndre Hopkins is making his debut. James Connors a game time decision. Robbie Anderson, who they just acquired for the Panthers, limited, very limited if he plays at all. Um, 
I, you know what I just oh, I want to just sort of say here? There's a lot of people going with this, uh, a lot of people talking about this. Hey, the Cardinals have just been ill-prepared for the first quarter. I believe they have a grand three total points. of three yeah. points all year in the first quarter. Cut that and this morning. I just want to sort of say this about, you know, I'm not a trends guy. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I buy into that as a, as a North Star as a guiding point, because they didn't have DeAndre Hopkins all this time. And for me, that yeah. completely changes the calculus. So I would just sort of say, don't don't adhere to every trend you hear. Sort of be critical thinking about it. Now, if the Cardinals come out and they end up with zero points in the first quarter, don't come after me. But I'm just saying, some trends, I, I, most trends I just don't buy into. Yeah, I think, I mean, look, is this, is this a bad start for the Cardinals and there's some serious questions about the head coach and play calling going sure. on there. Absolutely. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Yep. Um, yes. I think Hopkins coming back is big. I, I think that is, I think Kyler Murray is a guy that even we see Zach Ertz brought in middle of last year, see him lean on Zach Ertz a fair amount. I think Kyler Murray is a guy who needs that trustworthy wide receiver to go to. I do think that's a big factor in this game for me. It, for me, this is really a play though. Just get up against all those injuries on the new Orleans side. And no, you don't have a great defense on the Arizona side. And, and could we, uh, you know, can we see Taysom Hill run the ball a million times tonight and the Saints just kind of control the clock and, uh, you know, roll the victory here? I wouldn't be shocked. This is a small play on the money line for me for for Arizona. I got it earlier in the week at minus 118. Um, I think that was Tuesday night I finally bet it when it looked like all these guys were going to be out. But those are serious injuries, for, you know, on the, on the New Orleans side, Gil. I don't think they can be overlooked. I think Hopkins coming back this week. I think this if if Arizona is going to finally look right, this this is the this is the week they're going to do it. So small play for me uh, there. The other one I'm going to keep my eye on is these uh, are are the statuses of the running backs for the Cardinals tonight? Because if you just look at game logs, Kyler Murray the past few weeks has been running the ball more. Um, 10 attempts, 4 attempts for 42 yards a week before against the Eagles, 12 attempts a week before that. I think it's something to keep your eye on because that was the one surprise at the beginning of the season for me was Kyler really wasn't running the ball much. So um, that might be a prop bet I'm going to look at later over on his rushing yards. I think it's like 33 and a half for tonight's game. It's something I might end up playing as well. So, yeah, yeah so, uh, it's a small play for me. Tonight. Give me the uh, over-under on the number of entries. Let's use Circa, Circa Survivor. 382 entries left, I believe it is. 382. Give me the over-under on the number of entries that will have Saints or Cardinals, Saints and Cardinals combined as survivor entry picks out of 382. Three and a half. I like that number. Last week, the answer was nine. That's a good question. Bears and Commanders. It was nine out of, what was it, 700 and something at the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I stand by my number three and a half. Three and a half. I think that's pretty good. Because I think there will be. I think a few people, and I even suggested it yesterday as as a potential survivor play. I think there will be some Cardinals entries. Yeah. I am I not. Be I am not it. going to be one of those. I wouldn't be shocked by it. Also, yeah. we didn't hit it earlier, but I do have a play in the NBA tonight. Please. Too. Yes, I saw that come up. Yeah, the on the Clippers, laid five uh, yesterday. Number kind of got away from me. It was four and a half. I'm mad I didn't bet it then. This is, I mean, this is just sticking to my numbers. It's five and a half, six in the market pretty much now, but sticking to my prior numbers. And this, this is a bigger bet for me tonight. Uh, Clippers laying the five against the Lakers. They are just, I mean, the, the, Comparing these teams about nine deep is just not even fair. The Clippers' talent is so much more uh, and so much deeper. So laying five on the on the road with the Clippers, I'm okay with. Were we supposed to have talked about your golf picks yesterday? Did we? Did we buy yeah, that? Yeah, we quickly went through it. Okay. It, 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 look, it's it, this tournament's going on now. It's in South Carolina. It's a course that most of these guys haven't even played before. Most of these guys not playing a lot right now. It's a great field. One of the no cut events uh, that we have going on, on the PGA Tour now. I think I think it will be fun to watch this weekend, Gil. Great-looking course, but not something I'm betting heavily. Just a few outrights I took. Kelly, there's no time like teaser time. Let's do it. Teaser time. It's teaser time. Oh, wow. That was quick. Boom, right? <laughs> Who is that on the voiceover? Do we know? I do not know. He's like, teaser time. Pay me. <laughs> How much did I make? <laughs> All right. Your teaser candidates. We got some Wong legs. We got some non-Wong legs. A tribute to Stanford Wong. Pseudonym for John Ferguson who wrote the great art of sports betting book back in the day. Saints tonight, teaser leg. What about teasing the Saints up to eight and a half? You like that as a leg? 
Cowboys, who are seven-point favorites against the Lions, you could basically tease them down to win. Now, with seven-point ones, always with all of these, look at uh, money line parlay comparisons. That was a pro tip yesterday. Colts catching two and a half at the Titans. You could tease the Colts through the three and the seven, get eight and a half against the Titans. Raiders, similar to the Cowboys, just tease them down. Basically, we're talking about six-point teasers. Tease them down to minus one versus the Texans. Niners catching eight and a half on a tease versus the Chiefs. What could possibly go wrong there? <laughs> Dolphins in the same boat as the Cowboys and the Raiders. Another home seven-point favorite. They're a seven-point favorite against the Steelers. And then the Patriots Monday night, teasing down through the seven and the three, home against the Chicago Bears. What's your favorite one? Man, I don't know. I, I I don't have a single one in this week, which is I don't kind either. Of, which is a rarity for me. I don't either. The I did do. I didn't include any of the any of the spreads that were six and a half or six, just because you point we brought up yesterday. Look at money line parlays. I do. I do have one of those uh, in the account already. That is a Bengals and Raiders money line parlay. I think the only one I'm really considering, Gil, it's a Sunday night Monday night one with the Dolphins and Pats. I was doing. I was thinking Raiders and Pats, but I, as as that comes out of my mouth, I know I'm already thinking. Oh, the Raiders are in trouble <laughs> against the Texans, right? Like something's yeah. gonna happen. But that would be my Raiders Patriots. But again, you look at the money line parlay just in case that's a better number. Yeah. For you here, with all those. Yeah, so, I, I think it would be Patriots Dolphins for me. I, I'm just like the Bears and Panthers. It's so hard not to pick against those two teams. I mean, there's some bad teams in the NFL right now, right? But the Bears and Panthers, Bears and are Panthers even a step further down. Are pretty much consensus 31 and 32. Yeah. At least that's how they are on my for sure. And, and and look, yeah, do I, I I do expect the Dolphins. I know they've lost three in a row. I do expect them to look like a different team with two a back under center. Megapod, which I do after this show today. Uh, Aaron Schatz is our rotating guest with Todd Wishnev, Jeff Parlay. Uh, Aaron Schatz from Football Outsiders. We do, you know, our best three bets, sides and totals, and we do our teaser of the week. And like sides and totals are great. Like I'm 13 and five collectively. We have this great record. Nice. And then teasers, we are miserable, like miserable. And it's usually flipped, right? It's usually, if anything's easier, it's the teasers. One of us, not me, might even be an offer on the season. <laughs> Megapod on the teasers, that is. Megapod after the show with Aaron Schatz. We'll come back. Bill Krakenberger, Unscripted, next. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.